You're just lucky. Next time, you won't be so lucky. It's matinee with Abe and Phil. Green has been causing a lot of trouble all during rehearsals. I promised myself just one more stepping out of order for Bill Green, and he was to be dismissed. Well, this was it, because making a rapid translation... Sam Brown belt, green visor cap, sneakers, and move, uh, Green. And I don't care if you do have children. I don't care. Did you see the swindle sheet he was making up on his automobile today? Huh? The, the insurance company doesn't listen, I'm sure, Bill. Did you see that? No, Bob, I didn't. $300 for new paint job. What? Yes. One oh, little bitsy, bitsy scratch. On so remember, you must live with yourself. Oh, no Every conscience. morning. No kind. Every morning you have to look at that face and shave it. Do you sometimes get the temptation to go deep, way down deep? He probably enjoys the distinction of being uh, one of the country's foremost shavers without looking in a mirror. For that very reason. a haircut, you know. It's I so warm with this crop on this morning. No. I've noticed it because I was just down in, in my office, Bob. Where? Reading poetry. Uh-huh. I love to read... I noticed you've been doing that more and more lately. I don't know. I believe I'm go- getting as soft as a grape. I think you are. Why do I love you? Quote some of the poetry, will you? All right, yes. I thought of you, my darling, this morning. When... When I looked out into the garden. And there... Overnight, a beautiful chrysanthemum. Chrysan- 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 you want to take the slot bucket out of your doll, or do you want to leave it a while? Wait till I finish with the poems, for goodness sake. Okay, Inter- just clear it up. Well, oh, incidentally, before I go on, don't move it. Okay. Leave it here. Oh, my darling. I looked out into the... Oh, you the... put a little closer? I looked out into the slop bucket, or uh, the garden. And there I saw a chrysanthemum, a crescent, a big, big flower, winking and blinking at me, and your face dead. Just a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a Bob, I can't read poems with you carrying You on. make those poems come to life, though, that bees and mosquitoes are actually flying around in the studio. Something about it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if Shirley Mae France is going in the big drink today. Today the day she's supposed to do it? Either today or tomorrow, I understand. In fact, the Cuban uh, swimming star, Jose something. Naturally. Well, because of my loose pivot tooth, I won't say his last. What is it? That was Ken Wilson that said that. Hostane, something like that. I may be all wrong. But uh, he is going to swim this afternoon. He's leaving from uh, Calais, France. Oh, is that so? They're coming the other way. They'll meet well, No, they train. always start from France. I don't oh, know yeah. why. I believe uh, there's an advantage as far as the tides go, starting from France. I know when I tried it, I started from Dover, England, and I didn't get very far. That's so? Not more than 15, 20 miles. See, I haven't... Come I on, haven't. Just a block. Wait a minute. Look, we're talking, John. The roof is blown off here. The whole thing is blown up in our Well, if it isn't my dear, beloved friend, Leo Egan. Yes, I, I spoke to him briefly in the hall today. Could you t- could, did you sum up for Leo what I've been thinking all I wanted night? to know the inside story of the thing, and he told me. Yeah. And doesn't it sound like a, <laughs> something he found up on the way up from Hummer Rock? Sounds typically Egan. Sounds like a phony story to me. Sure does. All I know is that I won't be out at the ball game tonight. That's all I know. 
Okay. And I'm going to break into tears any minute, and I'm afraid to go on on that subject. Well, we can help you do that if we have a song. All right, let's listen to Ken and Bill. about electric. No, so that's why we're here in this huge audience studio. I see, yes, Bob. Uh, You can get an idea of how big it is. I'm going to yell to Ray. He's gone down to the back of the the theater. And uh, you'll you'll hear an echo. Ray! He can't hear me so far. Ray! All right! Hello! 
You see, Mary, he's way back there in the back row. Now, Ray, will you come in here a little bit closer, please? Walk down the aisle. Here he is. Yeah, here I am, right here. Didn't take you very long. Well, I ran halfway down, Bob. Mm -hmm. You're not out of breath at all. Well, I'm in good shape. I'm at my fighting weight right now, which means I'll probably be meeting Ike Williams for the championship this coming Tuesday. Well, we'll look forward to that. What are you doing to train for these big events? Same old thing, Bob. I go up to the Poconos Mountains. I have a little place up there, and I go into stiff training. You do, huh? And, uh... <laughs> and, uh... You're, you think you'll be off that Tuesday night to step into the ring? If I'm stiff enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you, and Thank we'll you. be there at ringside. Thank you very much, Bill. Thank and you. And that's the inside story of another great sport. <laughs> well, I don't know. Say, Bob, I got a shock for you today. Oh, we have a new commercial from uh, Trippett, Jackson, and Nolan. That great triple I wonder whatever <laughs> happened to them. Trippett, Jackson, and Nolan sent over a new commercial <laughs> for their swell account at the Park Lane Lounge Bar. Is that so? I was over there last night to dinner, you know. Well, you brave thing. I went in. Did I you eat there? Yes. I... <laughs> <laughs> look at Bob, everybody. He ate over there. Do I look any different today? No, you look pretty good as The now, food is still wonderful over there. I haven't been in there for several weeks, but boy, it's right up to snuff. Did you eat there? No, the food is Well, good. incidentally, hot weather, of course, usually puts a crimp in the old appetite. Is that true? I believe yes, you are right on that. But when dining in cool air-conditioned atmosphere, a full-pound juicy sirloin steak still hits the spot. Am I right on that? You're right. I believe on that. The Park Lane at 214 Boylston I believe that's right. The Park Lane at 214 Boylston Street has all the cool comfort to relax you these warm, hot evenings. Boy, it sure does. Uh, there's refreshing cocktails, cool chef-tossed salads, lamb's tongue. Did Tippett put that into the copy? I did. Oh, Cold cut, roast beef, uh, calf's foot jelly on a bagel, lobster, chicken, fruit salad with sherbet, and many other hot weather delights. Yeah, that's really delightful. Now, soft music, friendly, courteous service. The music, incidentally, is not conducted by the man you thought it was, Ken. He has long since departed. Someone else is over there. Soft music, friendly, courteous service, and the pleasant surroundings of the park lane... Make you forget the heat and enjoy yourself. Sometimes you forget to check. While I was there last night, I took my portable recorder and uh, noted some of the music that was uh, playing there and for cool, relaxing comfort. Uh, I wonder if you'd like to play that record, Charlie, of the uh, music from the park. <coughs> I put it on, park Charlie. We'll listen to it. I think this starts with a piano or something. <laughs> Okay, I'll have that, and look, take this bread out to the Pretty kitchen. Pretty hot thing for succotash, though. Wouldn't advise Well, it. I don't care. Just bring me something. I, I wouldn't advise Just that. so long as you dip this bread in the gravy for me, I'll I'll take care of your bread in the gravy. Don't worry about Thanks that. Thanks a lot. That's one thing about this here park lane. The courteous service knocked me down. Get anything Pick you want. Yeah. Anyway, friends, just to get sensible again, the park lane is the greatest place in the Western Hemisphere. And, uh, incidentally, you'll see many of your friends at this uh, rendezvous of the entertainment world. You'll meet celebrities there, such as I did last night. I took along my portable recorder, and I wonder, Charlie, if you'd play the record of the celebrity interview I made there at the Park Lane. Hey, I understand you ran into Carl Cleaver. Carl Cleaver was there. Would you send that, please? 
There we are, sitting at the table with Carl Cleaver, who is here in town for a brief visit. Carl, I wonder if you'd say hello to all our friends. Who are you? Hmm? Who are you? Well, I am on a radio program that we have. So what? I'm trying to eat my dinner, do you mind? <laughs> Thanks. Are you enjoying yourself, Carl? I don't believe I'll have to stay. Will you please leave me? You're a We'd pet. like to know just what you're in town for and uh, just a few things. Do I go asking you what you're doing in town? Well, okay, and thank you, Carl Cleaver. Move along before I stop the microphone down your throat. Yes, you'll meet celebrities and a lot of your friends there at the Park Lane. It's handy, too. It's just across from the public garden. The Park Lane, 214 Boylston Street. That's a trip on the uh, swan boats. You know how hungry you get. Sure. You come down the gangplank and shoot right across the public garden. And right That's after you've gone through customs. That's right. And right into uh, the Park Lane Lounge. Incidentally, one of our newsmen has returned from Europe. Walter McEnany. Walter McNaney returned. He spent three uh, weeks. And I don't know how he got around to all the countries he did manage to get. He did just about everywhere over there, didn't he? He did. He was down in Italy and uh, up in the uh, Swiss and French Alps. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in England and Ireland, uh, France, of course. I don't know where else he was. He was all over the place, and he did it in three weeks. Quite a trip. It proves it can be done in this workaday world of ours. He had a wire me for money. <laughs> oh, he did? I turned him down, Bob. Well, I don't blame him. a bad risk. can't trust those newsmen in here. Of course not. And I don't know how he, how he worked up the money to get back to the States, but unfortunately he's back again, typing the news for us announcers with his elbows. I don't know how he got back, but I know he arrived on a tramp steamer. Well, you know, so much for that. But let's get right over to Linda's house because it's a brand new episode. Oh, that's one I won't want to miss. I don't know about you people listening. The Life and Loves of Linda Lovely, written for radio by A. Carrington Love. Today, episode 74, book 53, chapter 112, page 65, line 14. Linda speaks. Oh, dear. Really, my son. David who left this morning for New York, is nowhere to be seen in the small house. A fine time to tell me. You're jumping your line. Yes, I'm sorry, sir. So we see Linda all alone before a crackling fire, gazing out at the temperature through the sealed-up window. Oh, my darling. Uh, no. Excuse me, Barbara. What can she say if David isn't there? Just read the lines that are written for you. Okay. David, come over here a minute. Look, that's so silly, Bob. He isn't here. Right. We don't argue with Lump. He writes this every day. But maybe a little bit off his But there's been talk around radio circles that Lump is, is off his rocker. Well, I, I'm sorry. We're contracted for another 13 weeks, and we've got to do it the way he writes it. David, would you come over here, please? Linda, what about George? At Eddie. Oh, Uncle Eugene! Thank goodness there's somebody to see. now he took care of everything. She didn't know David had left. Oh. Uh, oh, I see, yeah. They and Uncle Eugene was upstairs, and he came down. Well, why don't they talk together? That's probably exactly what happened. Well, if you let Lump have his own way, you'll find out. I know, Bob. I'm awful. Now, let's see what goes on. Okay, Linda. Uh, Uncle Eugene. I left for New York this morning, Linda. Oh, wait a minute. Now, you mean Lump wrote that in the script? He, how could he say that? Oh, what's going That's on? That's what it here? says here, Bob. Let's just read the lives with, with risk for Will you. somebody run out and get Lump, please, and bring him Lump, in? Lump here. left for New York. On. So I'm afraid we'll have to wait until tomorrow to clear this thing up. Gee, was that kind of a confusing state of affairs? There was something startling going to happen, I figured. Speaking of affairs, when you go by train to New York, will you finish that, please? <laughs> You're traveling the cleanest, coolest, safest, most comfortable way possible. 
And with your New Haven Railroad offering faster Boston-New York schedule, speed becomes another attraction for you on your next trip. Take New Haven's popular Yankee Clipper or the luxurious Merchants Limited, for example. These great New Haven trains leave South Station and Back Bay and take you into Midtown New York in just three hours, 55 minutes. The Yankee Clipper leaves Boston at 1 p.m. daily, daylight time. The Extra Fair Merchants Limited leaves South Station Mondays through Fridays at 5 p.m. The Merchants now carries deluxe coaches in addition to parlor cars for added travel convenience. Those are ones with the chairs. There are many other New Haven trains to New York every day. Pick the one that suits you best. For dependable dependability that can't be beat, next time go New Haven. For dependable dependability. For dependability. Oh, you, you, stuck in the extra dependable? Yes, I was, yes, off my rocker there for a moment. Last time I went down to New York, it said 40 and 8 on it, on that particular coach. Those are good trains. They were wonderful. Air conditioning. They're not on the New Haven line, I don't believe. No, it wasn't the New Haven, definitely not. No, it wasn't. I made a fearful blunder and took something else. Okay. And I'll never do it again. Are we going to sing a song today, somebody said? Well, what, what's next uh, on the menu here? What is the song? Oh, that, oh I couldn't sing oh, that's that. That's great. a little too tricky for my voice, Bob. I only had four years up there. We have to, we'd have to sound like the Andrews sisters to sing that. Let me hear this lullaby of Broadway. While I sleep. Incidentally, while I think of it, someone out at Waverly last night asked us if uh, you'd play some eight to the bar on one of those morning shows. Somebody called well, me. Well, I've done my duty. I've told you. Somebody called me this morning and asked a little more semi-classical. Like so there you are. The hours is on it. You get all types of listeners to that program. 
that person, I believe, was uh, Sergei Kuzovitsky. Did he want to hear something like that? Uh huh. He said he was interested in music. Well, tell me about this morning show you were listening to. What did it sound like? Uh, well, Bob, there was these two men. Mm-hmm. And, uh... One, I suppose, signed the station on, and the other was arriving after he had been working. And there was a little by-play there. You know, they figured 5.30 in the morning, the boss isn't listening. In sure. fact, nobody is listening yeah. except the engineers. Well, they can do anything. And they just talk back and forth there. They forget the schedule. They sure. forget the farm news and everything else. All right. So I thought maybe you and I could present a 5.30 a.m. show. All right. Well, you signed the station on. Good morning, you're... everybody. This is WFMF and WFMF-FM. Signing on for 22 hours of swell stuff. With music, there uh, news, there is soap opera. Morning, Ted. <laughs> Hello, Al. Welcome. How is the road coming in from Chicopee? Pretty good this morning, Ted. I uh, had a little slippery ice up my way. Yeah, a little tired this morning. Of course, morning. I drive down from Mount Washington every morning. How the road's <laughs> up there. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, you got the farm news handy? I've got it right here, Ted. That, of course, comes along in a few minutes from now. I'm oh. going to read it over here. Okay, and meanwhile, I'll just talk to the people. And tell them that welcome to part one of happy birthday to you. Haven't, haven't forgotten any commercials, have you, Ted, this morning yet? No, the commercials don't start till about 8 o'clock. Okay, According then. to Hooper. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just sit over and read this farm news over and I'll First be with you. First of all, for uh, Cynthia up there, she didn't sign her last name, up there on Wakefield, happy birthday, Cynthia. Cynthia is 42 years old. I know Cynthia, Ted. You know, she didn't uh, send me her age, but I called up the house, her husband told me. So, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm a neighbor of Cynthia in Wakefield. She's 42. Is that farm news ready? No, I haven't got it. I'm just reading it over here. Well, how long am I supposed to go along? I don't want to make any fluff. You know. Why don't you play a record or something? All right, here's a little disc. It features Ken Wilson at the organ. I didn't know he was making records now, Ken. Yeah. He's on that label. Oh, he is? Why don't you give them the time, Ted? Time is 5.35, and here is Arthur Wamsgan. Might be early in the morning, isn't it, huh? Arthur Wamsgan and the farm. <laughs> Go ahead, Arthur. Thanks, Ted. Wait a minute. You've got another record on there by mistake. Oh, well, let's first spin through to the end. Might as well. Might as well play. I don't know what it will sound like. I haven't auditioned this record before. Well, let's listen to it. I don't know where to jump in on that. Go ahead, keep going. You! That's the first word. Go ahead. You were meant for me, and I was meant for you. Nature patterned you when she was done. You were all sweet, all up in one. You're like a plain-haired melody that never lets me free. Oh, I wish I'd auditioned that beforehand. Who uh, who was that singer on that record? It sounded a little like uh, Rudy Valley to me. No, it sounded a little bit more like. Uh... Who's your Who is your favorite girl singer? Spring Vineson. You like her? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Excuse me, everybody. Uh, well, that's next to Kate Smith. Uh, Kate Smith, you like? Uh, how about Dinah Shaw? Dinah Shore, she's good. How about, uh, well, do you like Carol Bruce? Carol Bruce is good. <coughs> she's nice, huh? Yeah, she's nice. Oh, what do you think of, uh, Jack Smith? He's nice. Oh, he's nice. I like to hear him sing song every now and then. Here now, friends, is the trumpet playing of Charlie Burgoyne. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sally will be appearing all this week at uh, Murphy's Open Air Theater, back past in New Hampshire with his big augmented band. Sally is joining the Horace Hyde Orchestra. Is he joining the unit? No, he's joining the orchestra because, uh, because he, he can play uh, triple-tongue trumpet. Oh, is that so? All for his work on the Wonderland spot, huh? And Charlie felt badly because he had three lifts, but it pays well, off now. Sure does. I bet you're not sorry now, are you? Two more important races in the $12,500 Wonderland Futurity Eliminations. That mean you can win twelve thousand five hundred down there? No, the dog wins it. Oh, what does he do with all? I that don't know what he does with the money. Plus an all-star nice race. Uh, highlights. Well, I've seen a dog could spend forty dollars, but twelve thousand five hundred. I don't know what he does. I Ridiculous. Squanders it in some way. Mighty silly. Uh, where was I? If I could make that kind of money, I'd run around the track too. Well, so would I, but I wouldn't win. Plus an all-star nice race. Trouble with me, I always come in second. Highlights. Quit. Will you let me read this to me? Sure. Highlight tonight's program at Wonderland Revere. $12,000. You want to please futurity eliminations, for out of them will come the winner of the season's biggest stake and next year's champion. That's more like it. They're running for stakes. Okay. The big night race tonight brings out a well-balanced field of your favorite. There's Tulera Rose. Color Wave. Oh, favorite of mine. Never Sunny. Rural Straight. I don't that one. Traffic Gear. Harlan, Reno Kitty, and Full Steam. Post time, first race, 7.45. The daily double closes at 7.30. So, go Greyhound Racing tonight at Wonderland. Revere is near, too, from Boston, by MTA from Maverick Station, from everywhere over wide highways. Two big floodlighted free parking lots are provided for those of you who drive. So, go Greyhound Racing tonight. You'll feel good again. I thank you. The, ah. word, the word is out that there's another benefit night arranged for us. Well, at Magnolia again. Oh, honestly? Mm-hmm. Well, we're having so many benefits lately. Boy, I'll say. And we can benefit by those benefits. Because we need we them. We can, We yeah. really do. I was thinking we could run something. But uh, if the people are going to kind enough to run benefits at the casino... Well, I, I had a good idea this morning. That what we was put Bob was? and Ray Hopechap on the common. So oh, people yeah. could drop their pennies in. Pennies or in. Or nickels and dimes. Or uh, any amount. No whatever your conscience... Too small. Whatever your conscience says. Sure. You can just drop it in a little hope chest. I think that's a wonderful idea. Or food packages, because we'll collect, we'll open those boxes daily anyway. Well, we'd have to, Bob, with food. I suppose we would. In fact, we'd have to stand right around the boxes and grab them as we put them in. Yeah, it'd be better if you just came up and handed us the package. Uh Uh-huh. But if you're coming from over 50 miles, bother. Hey, incidentally, I'll see you out at Fenway Park tonight, everyone, for the big ball game between the Red Sox and the invading Highlanders from New York. Thanks to good old Lee Egan. Thanks to Lee, I'll be there. Right by my AM set in bed. You can't get out of the game. If, I, if anyway. I can't get out, if you can't take partners for it, you should bet on them. <laughs> Meanwhile, friends, until the next time, this is Kate Smith. I believe the next time. Come on, for now. I'd say it was one of the 30 seconds. Huh? We have another 30 oh, seconds if we'd like to use it. Why? If we'd like to use it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's like to use it. Thanks for listening. This is WHCH in Boston.